morning, beautiful people. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I am Babs Rolls Ivy. It is the middle of the week. Happy, happy Wednesday. <laughs> and it is a little brisk out. I, my my uh, my studio, my full studio desk is in front of the window. So I leave the window up all the time, like a little bit. And it's got those little things and so nobody could just lift it up and come in. But if you did come in, you trip because there's so much stuff in front of it. So I can feel the cool air and the changing of the seasons. Fall is here, y'all. I got me a good glass of ice water. Sometimes I just like a little. Sometimes I like ice water instead of coffee in the morning. Sometimes I just wake up and I want, you know what, a glass of ice water uh, would be really, really good. Um, so so I didn't, have, I didn't make any coffee this morning. So I hope everybody is well. I saw The Woman King last night. Ife and I went to see The Woman King with Viola Davis. Ooh-wee! If you don't go see The Woman King, you are really missing out on a beautiful, beautiful film that is so inspiring and empowering and just you know I I love that Gina Bythewood made this film and to see this film through a sister's gaze is just magnificent like I I don't know what to tell y'all go see this film I think anybody could see this film and walk out just being elated and Yes, the film has some sad parts to it, but it's the normal arc of things, right? Because films have to, films like this have to have, you know, loss, heartbreak, all that kind of stuff. But it has way more triumph, triumphant moments, way more triumph than heartache. Um, and to see a film um, give you uh, another look at this, the transatlantic slave trade that you don't always see and to have it dealt with from an African perspective and to see the struggles with Africans or some Africans with it. I I, I think for me, that was worth everything. And it, 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 and listen, it's not a whole long dwell on that. It's, it's you, it, it seemingly flows through, you see it, you're in the film with it, you deal with it and, and, it doesn't take away from the overarching story. It's just a, it's just an incredible story. I mean, I think Viola Davis is, you know, everybody likes to rant about Meryl Streep and rightly so. But I think the greatness about Meryl Streep is because she gets to do all kinds of things. She's not typecast. She plays all kinds of things. And I think Viola Davis is cut from that same cloth that she has the ability to make you believe she is a woman king or she is a uh, 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 unhappy housewife in, in fences. And she is, um, you know, a, a rich black lady in, uh, in the Liam Neeson movie. I mean, you, you, she's got so much depth and range and it's just, and, and this is her, her project. And, to see it be so triumphant is just incredible. So, but more on that in a minute. So, you know, I got, I gotta, I gotta start my mornings with my, my Lee Stump rant because, you know, he is still a piece of work out there. 
I don't know what the creative arts workshop did yesterday. I don't know if they voted him in or whatever. Well, maybe he could, maybe he could take his will money over there. <laughs> I've never seen people using their wills as bargaining chips like that. They must not have no kids. Cause I, who is, who is doing this? I, this is what, this is what I'm going to tell you. We, the Long Wharf Theater, made this decision to go itinerant a good while ago. And we shared it with the community. Not, not always in the ways that I thought was the best way to do it, but it's, it's out there. And, and we moving forward. The train is out the station. And the next stop is production. So, um, so, so he, he, it wasn't like it was, he, he was told like everybody else, you know, Lee Stump is not on the Long Wharf Theater board. He's not on staff at Long Wharf Theater. He, like many of us, are patrons and, and supporters. And I think some people think support means ownership. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you vote for a candidate and you just think that you own that candidate. And that's a white supremacy mindset, right? I own you. I own you. I own you. That's that's white supremacy mess, right? You know, because in the habit of of owning people, things, places, you know that that that's white supremacy. So for him to sort of use what he has given as gifts to the Long Wharf Theater as some kind of whipping stick to make us, I, I, I don't know. L- l- listen to him or something or be advised by him or I I'm not understanding exactly um what what the issue is you know I I don't I don't know what he think help is um you make your contribution you show up to the theater you support the arts that's how you help um we got a whole board for the other things we got a whole staff for the day-to-day running of the theater so we don't need any help in that regard. And we don't need any help with the board. We have a full board. So I'm I'm at a loss as to why he feels so personally maligned about the decision Long Wharf Theater is making. Decisions, this, theaters across this country are making all kinds of decisions uh, that their supporters either get behind or they don't. So I, I'm not understanding his level of vitriol and constant harassing. There's no turning back. The way is clear. You either hold the lamp or you get back into the dark. I, I don't understand why he's marching as though he's some wounded lover. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> And even that, I don't understand. We're not saying we don't want you. What we're saying is your behavior is so egregious, not only to our staff, but to other members, that we can't in good conscience take your donation. Because if we take your donation, we are condoning that behavior. And we want everyone to know we're not condoning that behavior. Now. There's one thing to dislike whatever we put on the stage. That's your right. Everybody's not going to like everything. Everything ain't for everybody. 
That's what my grandmama used to say. Everything ain't for everybody, baby. So I'm at a real loss here because I'm not understanding his thinking. I don't understand this stomping and pouting lips and loud talking to people and screaming and sending these barrage of emails every damn day. I, what what do you think that gets you? I, I don't know where that gets you anything in the world except knocked upside the head by if you was in certain circles. And I'm not advocating violence. I'm a peaceful sister. <laughs> Unless, of course, you step into my personal space and I, I can't. I can't tell you what I'll do if you step in my personal space. But just, you know, to be to be to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So I just want I'm I'm if y'all see him, Lee Stump out there, tell him Babs Rolls Ivy is still looking for him. I'm gonna call him out every single damn day because I just find this behavior unconscionable. And he's a grown man. And to use your life or death as some kind of bargaining chip to make an organization do what exactly? I'm sure there are other benefactors for your will. And if and if you and your wife, if this is the only conversation y'all are having about how mad y'all are and how y'all are taking a little money taking a little money and 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 stomping out the theater with it. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't. That that's that is that's that's uh beyond my my comprehension of of how to solve that. I, I mean I'm I'm wise and smart on a lot of areas. I make a good pasta sauce and uh I make a good vegan something or other but I'm at a loss as as to this kind of psychosis. I'm not trained in this. You know, I just see crazy as crazy is, but I have friends who are in the psychological world who say, you know, Babs, crazy is not a diagnosis. And I, you know, I wish it was because then we could be comfortable in saying, you know what, you're crazy. I, I just need Lee Stump to, to chill. Get somewhere, to turn your attentions and your money somewhere that could really benefit and stop harassing Long Wharf Theater. Stop it. Leave Kit and Gui alone. And let me tell you something. And and I'm going to say this too. And if, 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 if anybody else is listening, um, let him know we're not going to tolerate this anymore. Not. I don't care. I don't know who he get down with. I don't know who his friends are. Maybe Andrew Gehring is his friend. I don't know. Maybe maybe Andrew Gehring is his friend. You know, I, I only know what Andrew Gehring told me. And it's quite contrary to what other people have witnessed. But that's a horse of another color. I'll deal with that some other day. I know Andrew Gehring. I am trying to consider him a friend. But I, I keep running up against these things with him that don't add up. But that's not that's not the word for today. My beef is still with Lee Stump and his shenanigans around the Long Wharf Theater.
So, so you know, I'm I'm gonna let this day ride out, and then tomorrow I'm gonna read um, one of the la- latest emails from him because I feel like uh, people should just know. You know, it's not it's not a secret. I I don't think it's a secret if you um. It's not a secret if you uh if you send an email and CC like a gazillion people. <laughs> I, I don't know, and I don't know what you get out of that. I get it. I mean, it's someone who emails people when I when I have a frustration or whatever. But but that's usually in the political world. I don't I don't like a particular vote or whatever. But I I'm not sending three thousand emails. I'm sending one. Make my point. Get off the stage. Well. Babs just froze. So you're listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. So, yeah, this is me, Harry. (laughs) Uh, She usually says, I'm Babs, and that's Harry. I'm Harry. Hold on while I clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. So, yeah, I'm back in the studio. Live in a living color. Let me turn on my camera here. So you see me. Hey, people. Hey, people. Guess who's back? Back again. Harry's back. Tell a friend. Harry's back. Harry's back. (laughs) So. I don't know what Baz was ranting about. So I can't pick up what she left off. So I'll just pick up somewhere else, right? So um, (laughs) I'm supposed to be going on vacation starting Saturday. But right now looking at uh, Hurricane Ian's direction, it looks like I probably won't be going anywhere. Yeah, isn't that sad? I haven't had a vacation in three years, and and it looks like this one might not happen unless I, I mean, it's not going to hit South Carolina. It's not going to directly hit South Carolina, right? It's going to probably be in Charleston, um, Georgia. Um, But the remnants of it is going to, tons of rain. Um. Lots of flooding, so I was looking at the weather report and it looks like it looks like it's gonna be bad over there, so I wonder if they're gonna cancel everything for me. But you know, I mean who needs a vacation? But if if for some reason I end up not going on vacation I probably will be here next week but I still will be taking off my wife's birthday and my anniversary which is October 4th and October 7th so I'll take that grouping there off right so I'll probably well no not October 4th it is my wife's birthday but I'm not sure I'll take some some days off uh, I won't take the, I don't know, I was going to take like seven days off, six to seven days off. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, 
What can you do? Life goes on. Probably don't need a vacation anyway, right? I mean, I'm probably spoiled. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's let's get into news because I know um, usually what I do with Babs is I'll, I'll go over headlines with her. And um, I saw this morning on on WTNH um, that <laughs> this moose running in the road, right? <laughs> now, this isn't the first time we have moose in Connecticut running around. The, the funny thing is that they said the moose is loose, and I know they were doing it for the the rhyming of it, right? Because I was thinking, okay, loose from where, right? <laughs> Who let their moose loose? But no, I mean, yeah, we over the years we've seen more and more of these creatures, these this monster. It's like a modern day monster. These things you don't want to run into it. A deer will damage your car. A moose will destroy you and your car. So be aware that this thing is running around Connecticut. Nice, nice looking. Uh, it's, it looks like a baby. It's not, it's not even a a grown thing, right? So mama has to be somewhere around. Excuse me while I drink coffee. <clears throat> so you're listening to Love Baz Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. So looking at the stories um here goes another article that's pretty interesting and and i love this stuff right scientists successfully sent a particle back in time is human travel next right so now i i, I always you know being the conspiracy theorist that i am or, or just a skeptical guy right um who doesn't trust everything that they put out in the media but I always say, by the time a story like this ends up in the media, that the story is about 10 years behind the facts, right? So I believe that we probably, you know, you know, the, <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about space travel for so long and scientists and physicists have been playing around with the science for so long. I know that we're capable of stuff. This this thing about sending a particle, I'm sure they've sent more than that. And and, and there's been reports of you know uh, the Navy doing experiments and ships disappearing and stuff like that. So I mean Yeah, so I I just believe that this this is one of those things that is to tease your your brain so that when it comes, you know, predictive reporting, you you've heard it before. What's happening? Right, so once again, you're listening to Love Fast Love Talk on WNLP three point five FM, your home for community radio, and I give you Fast Rose Ivy. What, what was what was Harry telling y'all? What propaganda was Harry pushing this morning? <laughs> No, I was talking about a story that um, scientists successfully sent back, sent a particle back in time. Is human travel next? And I'm saying, you know, being the conspiracy theorist I am, 
I always say by the time these types of stories hit the media, we're about 10 years behind the facts, at least. You know, so. But, you know. Yeah. Well, you know how you try and travel? Get on the elevator or the escalator. That's how you move through time. That's time yeah. travel. You know, the the satellites that actually perform the GPS functions um, that were put up there years ago by the military, they actually, <laughs> it's kind of like time travel because by the time <laughs> the signal reaches, it's always a different time stamp and time format. So, I mean, we have the capability of doing this. The space, you know, we talked about, we've talked about space-time continuum. Um, Einstein's talked about it. That's what I'm saying is that by the time little stories like these, these little brain teasers and predictive reporting, um, by the time something like this hits the media, it's already happened for me. You know, they just like to play around a little bit. I saw this morning, Babs, that uh, there's uh, a Russian horseshoe bat that they found that um, has a variant of the COVID virus that that are vaccines and that um, immunity, you know, natural immunity wouldn't stand a chance against. Russian horseshoe bats? <laughs> yeah. What? So, uh, <laughs> look, look for another. Oh, I see it. Yeah, science alert. Look for another. Uh, Although I, I don't know, I don't know if these are. Um, I don't know if these are qualified sites. I gotta look this up a little bit more. You know, so this might be more. Um, look for another misinformation. <laughs> Just that you know, I, I, I think. Monkeypox has so much potential, but it's gone away, really. Uh, I don't. I know it. It has not gone away, Harry. Yeah, but it hasn't don't been. Think, don't think things have gone away. <laughs> the media like has not focused on it, but it's not gone away. <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody That's in the their house. Think, all, oh, I don't see it on the news anymore. It must be. <laughs> we must be all done. Hey, no, the media has moved on to I other the, things. I was under the assumption. That COVID was gone, right? Because Biden said last week that the pandemic is over. No, he did not say the pandemic yes, was did. over. He did. No, and he then, did not. And they had to come and clean it up. So I was like, e even a, a a Democrat here in the office told me, you can't. When I said I had COVID, they said, you can't. Biden said it's over. So. It's not over. <laughs> of course it's not over. <laughs> I just tested negative last night. <laughs> It wasn't over for me. I was I was afraid that I was just going to, because I had read you could keep testing positive for 90 days. I was like, what? If I test, if I keep testing positive, I'm going to flip. I was losing my mind. Yeah. Listen, get ready. We got more of this. We got more of this. This is the beginning. <laughs> so... We're going to have more That's of what this. I'm saying. Wait for that horseshoe bat to come to the States. He's well, just, the, the horseshoe bat is, is just waiting for his visa to come mm, through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take a flight over here. I, I love how it's the Russian bat. Those damn Russians. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need them after all. 
need them after all. I saw the Woman King yesterday. Yeah, it was. And, uh, it, it is. It is amazing. If you have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, you must go see it. You will love it. Viola's one of my favorites. Oh, well, then you will love her, and, and they're gonna they're gonna march her to the Oscars with this, and I hope they do. And she ought to win because it's amazing. Well. She's amazing. She looks amazing. I seen the trailer. Listen, the train the way she trained for this film is is you see all the hard work. Yeah. I mean, you see it. The way she can weld a sword. <laughs> Lord have mercy. No, the she's way she can fight. My favorites and and what you said is so true about her, right? Cuz for me, she's uh no matter what role, oh, I, I mean, I'm I'm attracted to talent, but um, no matter what role she's in, I always say, you know, she's a, uh, a scene stealer, right? All eyes always, you have to focus on her. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she's, you know, she should have been in huge roles way before this, you know. She had, she had, has had to fight for that leading lady role for, for quite a while. So. Yeah, she's a, I, I definitely plan. Well, I plan on seeing it, but I won't be seeing it with my wife because she's going to see it with her friends. Oh, okay. Good for so, her. So I guess I'll be seeing it when it comes out on video. I don't know. Why would you watch it? Just go to the movies. By myself? Yeah. I might fall asleep if I'm by myself. How would you fall asleep by yourself? You sit in the movie, you watch the movie. What, is, what are you five? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I've gone to the movies a couple of times by myself, and I've literally fell out. I I always get woken up by the people cleaning up after the movie. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like I can't go by myself. What? Why? <laughs> You're a grown up. <laughs> well, anyway, see it when you see it, because I I don't know what to say about any of that. See it when you see it. It is it is a it is a tour de force, and uh, and everybody in that film is just incredible, and uh, it's beautiful and it's well done. It's a good story, um, and uh, and you know you get a you get some you get a fictionalized story about a real piece of history. Um, so I, I'm not even mad about that. So so yeah. So I'm feeling kind of <clears throat> like I should be wearing a mask, Babs. This I feel like I'm not I'm not positive anymore. I, I don't have COVID anymore, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like <laughs> So guilty. what went on? What's the problem? I don't know, I feel guilty to like a couple of day a day or after testing negative, Harry's out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Well, put put one on if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna have. I, if I mean, if it'll make you feel better, I guess. It's, I mean, this of no cost to you. Just put one on. I'm sure there's okay. masks in the office. It's a pain in the butt. No, I have like a hundred masks. Here. Oh, I know. See, <laughs> I have masks for the people who come in who need masks. You know. So just just put one on. Just. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you won't do it if you, if it gives you peace of mind. You know, it, it's just I don't want to give anybody anything. It's just like well, I have, put the mask on. What's the 
I don't. I don't understand. But it's uncomfortable. So I haven't had to wear a mask in so long. So why are you about. making up? Why are you making up issues where there shouldn't be any? I don't. Either put the mask on or don't. I'm, I don't. I'm seeking. <laughs> I'm seeking your. I'm giving it to you. Put the mask on or don't. Hey, that's 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 neither here nor there. You got, you got two choices, Harry. Put the mask on or don't put the mask on. What will give you greater peace? Seek 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 to find peace. <laughs> seek to find peace. I, what would give you peace? I don't know if, if having the mask on all day is gonna give me peace, but uh But I think it, have you tried it? Try it and see. I tell you what, put the mask on and wear it for a little while. And see if you feel better about it. And then when you're comfortable, I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm, my plan is to stay in the studio all day. Um, of course. I'm Until they call to, you out. Right. When they call <laughs> me out, I'll, I'll put on the mask. Okay. Um, Are you going to be able to stay in the studio all day? Yeah, I set up all my stuff here because there's all of the studios are remote today. So, I mean, all the oh, shows okay. are remote. Oh, so nobody's coming in there. Right. To make you run out. <laughs> right, except for, you know, when I need to get go out and do stuff for La Voz and stuff like that. Oh, so. Paul doesn't have a show today? No. Paul is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, all right. Okay. 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 All right. Oh, and let you... me just remind people. I'll, I'll rant about Lee Stump some more tomorrow. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying I, I didn't have anything to give when you, you know, when your Zoom fell off. Yeah. I usually try to pick up on the subject, but I was like, I have no like, idea. I don't know that, that subject. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about that. I don't know why my, I don't know why my Wi-Fi dropped out, Harry. I, I mean, it just does that every, every so, you know. But, just, but I, I will say this, and I said this yesterday, if Babs doesn't like you, you're on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know, so I have to count on. <laughs> Babs gets along like, with everybody, so that was such a nice know. way to say that, Harry. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> just saying. It's silly. You are silly, 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 silly. Uh, you know, tonight I I, I facilitated a conversation around. Um, uh, uh, this this uh, the the dance project folks um, Dworkin the Dworkin Dworkin dance project folks are doing a talk tonight, and I'm facilitating the conversation around you know violence against women, Harry, and abortion rights and all that kind of stuff. So it's online tonight. So I'm I'm facilitating that at five thirty. I think it starts at six. So uh, and people gotten emails about it. So they've got a bunch of folks signed up who are gonna um sit in on it but uh i just thought i'd bring that up that's what i'm doing tonight so you know i'm i have the news on behind these monitors and um i'm looking at the the path of the storm right and yeah what is happening with this storm it's it's kind of (laughs) turned to the right or east (laughs) It's turned east to towards um, Fort Myers, so it's no longer going to hit Tampa Bay directly anymore. I feel bad about these. This 
But so, all of Florida about, is under some kind of watch, right? Oh yeah, they talk about twenty feet of water in Fort Myers. I think uh, I think this is some anti DeSantis Mother they Nature. Keep, <laughs> they keep saying catastrophic catastrophic. Catastrophic. They're not saying bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not even just saying historic. Catastrophic. <laughs> I think I think I think because they got that terrible governor that Mother Nature is like, let me show y'all how how bad your governor is. And let me let me show you. And then give you some cat cause top catastrophe and watch how he doesn't deal with it well the the thing is is that it's gonna it's a slow moving storm so it's gonna stay over I know because it hung over cuba for like four days or some old mess so i mean the weird thing is that i'm I'm looking at it it looks like it's gonna hit orlando but disney world is still open i mean you're like that do they ever close though but during a hurricane? I mean, do, do your guests just hang from the palm trees? I mean, I don't, I don't know. And now I you're making know. your workers work? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you want people to get to higher ground? Oh, I you mean, just want lawsuits after this. You just if want lawsuits. A flood over, if there's a flood over there, Bas, the alligators. Yeah, they've got a problem. <laughs> they got a problem. You can't just, uh, I, I mean, I guess you could. What is the name of this storm, Harry? What is the name of the storm? Ian. Ian? Ian? Yeah, I A N. Ian. Oh. Hurricane Ian. Okay. All right, Hurricane Ian. That's the that's where we at. Hurricane Ian. <laughs> okay. But it's weird. I mean, I was just reading an article that that Disney is closing some hotels, but they're keeping Disney World open. I don't know what that. Means. I don't want to. I don't know what that means. I know what does that mean. I don't get it. And 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 who who drew the short straw on that? I know. I'm, like, I know I'm going home. It's, it's like, uh, yeah, all of you could go home except for you guys. You guys got. You guys got to stay here and, and watch out for the alligators. I mean, this storm is going like right up the middle of Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's, it's gonna hit all of it. Places that never get this kind of like Sarasota. Right? They never yeah, get I mean, it, weather it, like this. And the thing is, is that it's the amount of water. I mean, it's a it's a category four headed. It's gonna be, for, and they're saying it's gonna be a category five. Right, it's, it's headed for a category five, but people are going. That's not the worst part of it. It's that it's gonna linger over the all of Florida, and it's gonna bring so much more. I don't. I hope people got out, but you know, it's gonna be some dummies. Who are sitting right there now with boarded up windows thinking, well, if we just put the couch up on the coffee table. Well, <laughs> well, I was just watching the emergency service over, emergency services over there telling people, if you're deciding to leave now, it's too late. Now hunker down. Oh, my God. So imagine that. So now... You know how you say, "Why well, wait till the last minute?" Now they're telling you, nope. "You don't, don't miss it. You may, <laughs> you gonna you gonna be in more danger if you try to drive and get somewhere, even and walking." Guy, and the guy said, uh, "We won't be coming for you because we'll be in the middle of saving lives." So, and when we mean saving lives, is saving lives of basically the the first responders 
How many people are gonna be on the beach trying to watch the storm come through? Well, you know that. You know, there's some. They showed people surfing, trying to catch big waves. <laughs> I mean, people are just like insane. You know what, Harry? At your funeral, they shouldn't say a damn thing. Nobody, should, everybody should just sit in silence. Yeah, just and, and you silence. definitely shouldn't even try to save people like that. You just. Harry, I'm standing on I'm on the high building with a bloat with a with a mega horn. <laughs> We're not coming to save you. <laughs> I, just, I just saw a reporter who said we're uh, we're in an elevated position and if we need to we can go higher. <laughs> so yeah. Do that. I would I would just go high. I, I would know. just start I would start at the highest place. The problem is is that the winds are gonna be so I wouldn't come outside. Also, you don't want to be. You don't want to be high. No, I'd be high inside. Yeah, inside. You know. But can you get down? Because what will this do to the to the to the foundations of things? I know they closed the bridges, right? The big bridges. Yeah, I mean, they said most of the structures in Florida could could handle the hurricane winds, except for the trailers. People who live in trailers should. Have oh, gone, God left. So um, it's 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 insane. And first off, they could say that the structures in Florida could take whatever. I, I remember that building that fell. You remember, like yeah, last year years ago, right? That whenever that it fell, dropped because of of water erosion. Yeah, so, I mean, how many buildings are right on the water? How many buildings have erosion? I don't, I don't trust anything. Leave. Yeah, I, I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'd have been selling my condo when that one fell. <laughs> I'm like, we're all on this, salt, we're all getting salt water in our building. I'm out. They had the, I think it was the mayor of Tampa Bay who said um, they've had a huge influx of New Yorkers moving to Florida. I think he said like, you know, new people in that county was like eighty six thousand, and he he's like most of the people in Florida know how to deal with this stuff, but the new people is the ones that they worry about because, and I'm like, oh, you don't have to worry about New Yorkers. You told them hurricane, they flew back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, or you drive up ninety five. I mean, it's it's not that far. We're not stupid. I'm like, you think they're there? As a matter of fact, they're they're looking for real estate to move back to New York right now. They're like, what? They're like, like, what? I didn't know it was like this. Like, nope, we're not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, we're not doing this. You know, every time Karen's brothers and my brother has said, look, you guys need to move over here. And you're like, no. Uh, You think I'm going to go through... Natural disasters? That's not for me. <laughs> why don't Why don't I just move to Oklahoma in Tornado Alley? <laughs> what? I don't think so. Yeah, no, we no, no. Nice place to visit. Wouldn't want to live there. Yep. That's That's all I'm gonna say about it. Yep. So I, I mean. I get it, and I it's like you said. It. It's like you said. It's a wonderful place to visit, but not so yes. much either when it's humid. It's like a mother. 
and it's and there's only certain times where it's good to visit. Yeah. You know? no, no, yeah, I, we went once. Like, I'm not going there for this summers. I'm not going there for summer. That's what I was going to say. We went late July one time. Oh, my God. You and, must have felt like we, hell on earth. Oh, my God, it was. I felt like everything, like my eyebrows were melting. <laughs> I was like, what? Who? You are so ridiculously descriptive. And I was just, like, who had this plan to come out here in July? And Karen said, you did. <laughs> that was your idea. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Never again. Never no, again. No, no, you know, no. The, the best time we went was we spent a Christmas in Disney. Oh, that's 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 a good time to go. Yeah, that was spectacular. That December was spectacular. in Florida, January in Florida. You know, any winter time in Florida, that's pretty damn good. Summers from like April to yeah. <laughs> to October. No. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it, the but Christmas over there with with all the Christmas parades, all the the yeah, functions that nice. they have, it's just you be outside with a little light awesome. sweater, maybe. Yeah, walking around with turkey legs in each hand. Yeah, I get it. That's what I was looking. Like oh Lord, not anymore because you got a whole new well, turkey's on good. Turkey's good. That's like actually turkey zero points for me. So. Oh okay. Yeah, but how much? Not turkey? the turkey leg though. Turkey processor. I should say, I should correct myself. That turkey leg is pretty expensive in my point system. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. You would have to get a skinless. It's weird. With anything bone in, is points. Oh, it's just weird. But whatever. Okay. It's working for me, by the way. It's uh. Oh no! I, I see it working. I'm almost out of the 290s. Really? I finally broke the 300 mark. I think you weigh less than I do, Harry. I'm almost, I'm at, I think it was, I think I'm at 292, 293. So I'm, I'm hoping by this Saturday when I, um, when I'm supposed to take a plane. <sighs> Cross your fingers. I, I, Harry, y'all, you should be looking around for a plan B. I know. Because it's trying to get in and out is going to be a pain. You don't want to plan B, Babs. <laughs> no, just, Sorry. I don't understand. Make a, thank you. Just make a plan B. I know. <laughs> just because you're going to be mad. You know what? It's going to be plan, mad. Our plan B because is. If there's, a, if there's disaster, you're not going to be able to get in anyway. You're just not going to be able to get oh, yeah. into vacation. Or no. get out. So if I make it in, I might not be able to get out. Yeah, but I doubt if you make it in. Because you said me flights they done canceled already. And if and if they have if they have um because when is this supposed to end at some point, right? Uh, I think if they've got a real catastrophe, you're not gonna be able to go there to a vacation. No, no, and yeah, we were looking at the weather for Myrtle Beach and it's like flooding. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna be able to go. So cool. figure out a plan B. Well, our plan B is we'll probably be working next week and then take off, <laughs> take off Wednesday through Friday, because that will be Karen's birthday through our anniversary. So, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, no, take a plan B. Go somewhere else. Because uh, you're not going to be able to get into Florida. I, I. I'm not feeling like you're going to. No, no, it's, it's Myrtle Beach, right? So 
And if you look at the the direction of this hurricane, it it borders right with uh, Myrtle Beach, so it's gonna hit. But I mean, it's it it's gonna be part of it anyway because of all the rain and flooding that's gonna happen in Myrtle Beach. So again, we we talked about it today. We're probably not gonna end up. Ah, we're probably not going to end up on vacation this week, so whatever. Well, is it? this is your time, Cher? You, your time, you can't yeah. go, like, north? Well, I could, we, we could probably, yeah, I'm not, it's just so exhausting having to do this now for the last three years. It's, I know. But we'll see. Yeah, just make plans and go north. It's beautiful beaches and places. We'll see. We'll, we, hey, we might do Milford. I'll do Milford. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that stupid mess. Well, we might go moose. I do it. <laughs> we might go moose hunting this week, Babs. This, this moose running around. I didn't know we had moose. We, I, did we have moose? And we, did we, I see that right? We get them all the time. I, I, I think they... Where are they coming from? Canada? What is happening? Well, Canada, Maine, right? They make their way from Maine. Um, To Connecticut, though? That's a hike. No, it's vacationing. (laughs) You know, and this is a baby moose, so Mama Moose got to be somewhere. Got to be somewhere. They got lost from the herd. I don't know what that's about. I saw that, and I was like, Connecticut? And people, you're you're from Connecticut. Don't get out to pet the moose. I mean, no. Don't give us a bad rep like that. If you, you know, a video, look stupid. <laughs> yeah, like you're not a state of dummies. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah, I mean. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, think, Harry. When you get off today, just look around and see where else you could go. Just, just, just to have a plan B, so you don't lose your time. You know what? You plan this out. You know, don't be disappointed. Just. Move in a different direction. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I know, I know, I know. You had your heart set on, you know. I know yeah. all that, all the fried things. <laughs> well, you know, we were gonna take this week <laughs> off of our diet. I mean, not go crazy because we'd get sick. Um, I mean that this Karen made this past weekend. She made meatloaf, right? Um, and we, she scheduled this meatloaf where we would be using all our weekly points, right? And of course, I, you know, now with the exercise and all of the stuff I do, I end up with about 120 weekly points at the end of the week. So it's like I have four days worth of points gathered for one day if I want to use them. So I went crazy and I had three slices of meat and I felt so sick. I don't know why you, you already know this. I don't, I don't understand why you would do it. I, I just don't get it. Greed. I mean, you've made so much progress. Why would you, I know. Why are you doing that? You can't eat like that anymore. It's, I can't. The and, and body even... is saying no. Now you could, you could continue to do it. And get back into the habit of eating like that, and your body will respond. Yeah, no, you no. can get back into it. You can. That's how people no, no. put I, weight back on. Yeah, I rebounded quickly. I mean, I 
feeling sick was that's not, why you shouldn't go on this vacation thinking oh i'm just gonna yeah, step yeah. away from my plan why so you could be miserable the whole time <laughs> no no sitting in the bathroom whining crying oh i, I shouldn't have did that my stomach no no so now we'll i mean you're right we shouldn't do that because and i think it's a lesson right you either you either learn from the lesson or you like you said you go Oh, I gotta exercise my stomach so we could handle stuff like this. <laughs> so, gonna, no, I'm not no, gonna do you've that. You've done right. so well. I mean, y'all, y'all really have done well. Yeah. I mean, you were determined. You've done it. I mean, and you're happy with the progress. Yeah, Karen's lost 32 pounds. That's I know. I, I can't wait to see it. I'll be like, girl, where's Karen? <laughs> Now you gotta buy all new clothes. <laughs> yeah, she has she has the uh, pants that were her favorite pants that are really big on her now. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna wear them. I I like these pants. I'm like, yeah. Girl, yeah. just buy them in your size now. You know where you got them from. Have Harry order them from Amazon. Get them. I know. You know. But it, you know, I mean, it does feel good. I feel I feel a lot better. I didn't know, or you don't realize that 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 gluttonous, overfull feeling is not a happy feeling. No, you know, and and a lot of people think ah, you just want to get. I want to be full, full. <laughs> no, I I felt horrible. You and when you eat now, the way you're eating now, Harry, do you feel like you are starving? No, no, I'm I'm definitely not starving. Because you leave points on the table because yeah, you can't points. eat all the points. I leave points on the table all the time. You know, I started with fifty-eight points a day. I'm down to forty-five points a day on the diet. They've reduced um because of all the weight loss and also because they cater it to what you're doing. And and I end up eating even now with forty five points, I end up leaving like nine on the table every every day. Yeah. See? So, and you like the way you feel. Yeah. Feeling a lot better. And I love the weight loss. Yeah. So eating meatloaf that way. Ugh. You you know, you can you can you can you can cut it up in slices and put it in the freezer and when you want meatloaf you take out yeah, a yeah. slice no it was one so slice. unnecessary <laughs> that third slice was so unnecessary man. yeah so because you, you 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 let the devil talk you into it <laughs> <laughs> definitely he was definitely on my show the you let the devil oh come on harry you can do it oh this is another slice of meatloaf what could it hurt <laughs> you know that's exactly what was going it on in my so head good. <laughs> it's like just one more slice i mean What's one more slice going to do to you? You got the points. No. No, because it's beyond points now. It's yeah. how you feel in your body. Yep. How I feel in my body. And my body feels good. And and one more slice pushed me out of that feeling. Oof. You have no idea. Oh, no, I know, Harry. I'm, <laughs> you're talking to somebody who's fat. I've been down this road. I already know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I'll get back on it tomorrow. Oh, you know, it's no big deal. Oh, it's just one, one extra slice. What could it hurt? And your body's like, oh! <laughs> you know, what could it, it hurt? <laughs> what I was doing was, I, I, if you you remember the Cosby Show, um, 
Oh, geez. The older daughter's husband? Yes. Uh, what was his name? Jeez. Um, anyway, Edwin, he, um, when um, his wife was giving birth, that he was like, good dragon. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. With all the meatloaf, like this must be how it feels like to give birth. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't feel like that. Yeah, no, no, Karen always. <laughs> I know Karen's like. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I'm like I, I've had really bad, you know, stomach pains. She's like, "There's nothing. You, you men are just so weak." <laughs> well, and, I, I just want you to feel good. So when you think about having an extra slice, just ask yourself. How do I feel right now? Do I feel satisfied right now? And then ask yourself, why do I want this extra slice? Like what, what will that, what, what do I get out of having one more slice? And if it's a legit thing, you know. The thing is, is that you could eat, by the way, you're listening to Love Labs Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Um, it's a difference between eating for sustenance and eating because you're a glutton, right? Yeah. Um, now, eating for sustenance, you can still eat food that makes you happy and, you know, is that's delicious. You just have to portion it out so that you're not overeating anything. Yeah. You know, so... Cause we, I think glutton is hard. I, I wouldn't say you were a glutton, I, Harry. I, I wouldn't put that on you. I was. <laughs> I put it on me. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it on me because it was so unnecessary. I was full. I did not need to be over full. I know, but there was something there. There's something in your psyche that says, I, and, I, and this is what I would, this is what I would get you to think about. Then we could take a break. That maybe there's something to not trusting this journey that you're on, that you are not fully believing that you've, you come this far and you've accomplished this much law weight loss and that there's a little piece of you that's like, yeah, but I'm still that fat guy. I'm still that fat yeah. guy could eat. I mean, there's this, that's a mental thing. That's an emotional mental thing. You know, I don't think you were hungry. You wasn't hungry. It wasn't hunger. No. You know, no, you know, I, what I did <laughs> see, this is, this is the thing, right? It's two slices, right? Which two slices with two with two slices of bread for each, right? Which put it was like thirty two points for those two sandwiches, which I had saved. I mean, I had plenty of points. But the thing is, is I said, you know what? Let me throw this third slice. I'm gonna cut it in half and throw half on one, half on the other, so I have a really thick full sandwich. It was just unnecessary. It's just, it's like my mother used to always say, you eat with your eyes. And that's what I was doing. I was eating with my eyes. I was thinking, oh, my sandwich will be really big. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, so big sandwich. It was was like, oh, (laughs) yum. (laughs) Did you go, oh? And Karen's looking at, Karen's looking at me, shaking her head, like, "Really? You need that?" I, I got the points. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you know that's the problem because it's like you said, this, this is no longer about a point system; it's a it's a life change. Yeah. So if I start thinking, "Oh, 
I got 120 points at the end of the week. I should just go to McDonald's and order whatever. That that'll be insane. I would destroy everything I've worked for. Yeah. That's it. As long as you can recognize that, you yeah. know, it's it's gonna be a battle until it's not a battle. Until you really settle into, you know what, I don't want a third piece of meatloaf and walk away and go do something else. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, push I was pushing it with two. Yeah. So you really could have just had one and been like, oh, I feel right. satisfied. I should have just went for right, being satisfied instead of being full. I was I pushed it with two. Then with three, I was just like, yeah, basically. Don't overanalyze. Don't beat yourself up. Keep it moving. You know, don't get stuck in that. Why did I have the third one? It's a new day. You're not having the third one right now. So it's a new day. That was yesterday. We're in a new day. Can't go back and uneat it. (laughs) So so I, I see Angel saying being healthy feels good. We got to get out of here right now because she has a she has guests coming up. But um, I'm hoping Angel, whose house is in Jacksonville, I hope your house is prepared. I hope you're. I don't know what you guys do. Yeah, uh, tell because, them we're praying for them and keep yeah. us. Po- tell them to keep you posted, and then Harry can keep me posted. Oh uh, man! Yeah, stay safe out there. I mean, it's too late to leave now. <laughs> That's know, what they said. Hunker down, and you're gonna lose power. So. First, of all, I wouldn't believe him. I'd be going 100 miles an hour out of on 95, headed towards where to, to uh, a to a. I was gonna say towards to the Carolinas, but you got to keep going because that storm is chasing you. Yeah, that whole southern place yeah. right there, right? Yeah, the you whole... got it, it, it's gonna hit Georgia, Charleston, yeah, lip of South Carolina. So. Yep. So you gotta—I don't know. Gotta keep driving, Virginia. Yeah, head towards Virginia. Yeah, I guess. But they're gonna get some of that rain. In Virginia, you might as well keep going to New York. Yeah. Once you get to New York, you might as well come to Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going. So what really, what really is happening here? Harry's inviting you to come to Connecticut. He's got room and provisions. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take our break. We'll be back with. um, Jeanette Sykes, Couture Bryant, and State Rep Robin Porter. Uh, they're going to be talking about what's going on in the that New Haven Hampton corridor of New Hallville um, around the App Foundation. So we'll be back at 1015. Stay we'll tuned. be back. Thank you for listening to Love Vibes, Love Talk on WNHH 103.5 FM. Your home. Your home for community radio. <laughs> we'll you got be- me wanting a damn meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> You know, kids have to get the COVID vaccine for school. My five-year-old starts kindergarten this year. It's not required, but I did get mine vaccinated to be on the safe side. There were several cases of COVID in the classes this year, and I'm happy they all stayed healthy. I just keep wondering if the COVID vaccine is the right thing for my child. I understand fully, and from what I've seen, there's been no major issues with my friends or their children. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective, and it improves people's lives. Thanks to this vaccine, there is less spread and fewer symptoms reported by those who get infected. Now everyone over the age of six months can get it, and no appointment is necessary. Find out more at nhvvax.com, nhvvax.com. Make summer safer. Protect your family from COVID-19. Anyone over nine months old can get vaxxed. No appointment necessary. 
Visit nhvvax.com. That's nhvvax.com for everything you need to know. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. I want to dance all night, Monday morning, I'm sick of this job already, when Tuesday gets here, I'm already hoping for the hump day, Wednesday night, calling my girls, making sure our plans are still tight.
This is Ace Livingston, and you're listening to 103.5 FM, WNHH.
conversation on how um, to uh, uh, look, think about the, the future of New Hallville and what we want to see in New Hallville. And that meeting is the Community Conversations in the Future of New Hallville, Thursday, September 29th from 6 to 8 at Lincoln Bassett School, right here in the heart of New Hallville, 230 Bassett Street. Welcome, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> Good. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Doing well? Yes. I'm glad to hear. So, so, Give us an update and a rundown on what's going on so far with the New Hallville Hamden Strong Committee. So we've been um, so excited to continue, um, you know, our um, our voice because um, we want to make sure that um, everyone knows that New Hallville do have a voice and how they want our community to um, um, progress. Uh, so we started out in January, as you know, this has been a nine-month process 
of us making sure that our community is under understands the impact that having um, an entity uh, like the App Foundation to come into the community uh, would affect our community. So we've been doing a lot of canvassing, um, a lot of activities in the community we've been partnering with. We also um, been sending uh, letters to the mayor's office and also to, we have uh, to whom it may concern all of our constituents outside of our community has been very supportive of us as well. We've had every management team um, in the, the city. So we have the entire city uh, management team supporting um, our cause as well. And they understand that it's not about the treatment, it's just about the location, um, putting it right in the heart of our community where we already have a lot of disparities. And so this wouldn't be a, a good place to be. Mm -hmm. So that's why we wanna now pivot we also uh, still have our eyes and, and, and thoughts on the, um, uh, our project, what the New Hall Bill Hamden Strong started out to be. And we, our mission, our vision is to not have them locate um, on 794 um, Dixwell Avenue. So that has not changed. But the good thing about it is now we want to have conversation about what is healthy in our community. What do we want in our community? It seems like everybody else has a thought of what they want for us. And most of it is not about um, anything that's healthy for our community. You know, we're one of the community that has a lot of disparities um, in our community. And if they look at statistics, they could see that, you know, the low income uh, in our community is the highest, about 70%. So why is that? So why don't we have, um, you know, the healthy health uh, in, our dis in our community? It's also um, at its highest rate. So why don't we have something uh, preventive in our community? So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, most of. Mm -hmm. Okay. Katura? <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to look at uh, the glass half full. That's how I try to live my life. And I think that this whole situation with um, the App Foundation, um, basically bum rushing the community and uh, not, not informing the community that out of our crisis has come an opportunity, mm -hmm. an opportunity for us to begin to look at one, what is, what is happening to our community. And then when you, when, you know, as Jeanette had mentioned, you know, we got some data from this, the, from data Haven, which looked at the city of new Haven and it looked at the statistics for new Hallville. We know that poverty, we know that stress from, health disparities to discrimination to uh, lack of resources creates um, a distraction. It is a major distraction on your quality of life. You're in a survival mode. You're, a, you're dealing with trauma every day. So you really, you know, they know this about certain neighborhoods. And there was a recent article last year that a uh, graduate student at Yale did regarding looking at where methadone maintenance clinics like the one that they would like to put in the App Foundation are placed throughout the country. She looked primarily at New York. She looked on the West Coast um, and parts in between. And Newhallville was prime for that. Back in the day when the App Foundation plopped itself in uh, the hill, the hill was struggling. Congress Avenue was definitely not a place to walk down. And that's where they went. So when you're distracted, um, you don't have time to, to even really look around. You allow your politics to not, to not serve you. 
we have had, you know, aldermen and state reps and that, to not look at, take the time to look at what is your neighborhood? Who are you representing? And what do you, what do you need to do to bring, to change our community? We vote you in to do certain things. And then when we look at our statistics, for not just currently, but historically, it's not good. And how are you serving us? And so that the community at this point, we're saying to the community, find your voice, mm-hmm. speak your truth about what your reality is on a daily basis. What do you need to do to improve the quality of your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a resident of Newhallville by choice for 40 years have been in the street, been, you know, you know, Babs, have been out there to not only just for New Haven, for, for New Hover, but for New Haven. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeanette, the same thing. Um, it, it, it has to, it has to change. It has to change. We're in the year 2022. Yeah. And when you look at uh, numerically, what does that mean? When the spiritual meaning of that is that all things will come to light. All things that are in the dark will come to light. This is the year of light, the year of truth. We started that out in January mm-hmm. when, when it came to light that this entity was planning to come into our community. And it was it was assumed that it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, we feel like people are trying to slow walk us to death. Right. Because first of all, in a Black community, you, you put something as controversial as that in the dead of winter. They did not expect us to raise up because, you know, us, we like the warm weather. So it was like in January, you know, it was freezing outside and we had a significant amount of people from the community come out. So So what's the next, what's the next steps? Like Jeanette, what, what, what are you hearing from the app foundation now that they know they are not welcome? And let me say this for the record, they have not been good stewards to Congress Avenue in the Hill. They are not good stewards, and they continually push back on on saying they have no control about who and what and all the entities that come and use their services. And I, I beg to differ. Everybody in this city can control their outer spaces. And if yeah. you don't believe that, look how Yale controls their outer spaces. Look how schools control outer spaces. So I, I, I find that a little, uh, a little insulting when they say they cannot, they cannot uh, police, quote unquote. They're outside spaces, but they're just not good tenants. They're not, they're not good stewards of the property, and they're not good stewards of the neighborhood. So what are they saying to you all in these moments about are they coming? Are they not coming? Are they making other arrangements? What are you hearing from them? So we're hearing, um, and through letter form as well, is that they're working with the city. Um, they, they heard us. Um, it was very clear that they they heard from the community, and the community is like, this is not a good appropriate spot for you. So right now they have everything on hold. They're not going through zoning or any of those particular pieces right now. Um, they are working with the city to, to have a recommendations um, to move in a different um, location. And so we just have to stay at the table because we understand how this works. We understand how this works is that, okay, you know what? Um, let's see if we can wait them out. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to wait us out. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we want to put this on notice and t- today and tomorrow as well is that you're not waiting us out. Um, this will continue to, we'll continue to be at 
the table until this is over with. So we want to make sure that they understand that this is not an entity that is going to be healthy for our community. And we need to stand up. And also, I want to make sure that our leaders, we have to make sure our leaders is continuously standing with us in the platform that we vote them in to do. We want them to make sure that they heard us and they're hearing us that this is not an entity. So they should be using their um, their leadership um, and their with what their stands are and making sure that it doesn't come in that area as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have support from our state refs. We have support from our alder. And we want to make sure that they are continuing to have a conversation uh, with the city, uh, with the state level, the, um, the, uh, the DPH and all of the other services up there. We have sent letters um, letting them know our concern. Our concern has not changed from January um, to now. So if they decide that they want to um, continue to move forward, then we're going to be ready to move forward as well. And we want to hear more from our leaders. Uh, We know that this is an election year. We want to hear uh, from the governor. I did speak with him at an event. And um, I asked him, can I quote him on it? He said, yes, he will be coming to New Hallville. And we're going to hold him accountable to that. We vote for him. Um, our community deserve more. And everyone has to look at why are we having these conversations? We shouldn't just be having these conversations. They should be coming to us, saying to us, I understand. Here's the data. Okay, they always want data. Well, we have it. Here it is right in front of us that our community, low income, 70% in New Hallville, 70%. That's a high rate. And, and then don't, I'm not even going to go to the disparity of the health disparity. We have nothing in our community that allows us to be preventive. And so we want those particular things in our community and we deserve to have them. The legacy for our children, the legacy for this community deserve that. If you go back, you understand before it used to be a, a business uh, industrial. It used to be a working industrial area here. Um, we had a lot of thriving things and it went away. And so we want to make sure that no one is not looking at New Hallville. You know, we have a lot of money coming into the city, you know, American Rescue money and a lot of those particular things. Well, someone should be having a conversation on why isn't that money being um, uh, uh, geared towards New Hallville to help New Hallville um, better, have better quality of life. You know, mm-hmm. our expectancy to, to die in New Hallville is, 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 is a high, it, as I'm looking at the the, um, the, the percentage is it, devastating to look at. And so enough, our voice is out here and we're going to continue to talk about this. I know it's uncomfortable for people to hear this. I know it's uncomfortable for our leaders to hear this, but this is uncomfortable for, for me to see children. You know, I've been working with children um, pretty much you know, 30, 40, almost all my life. I love working with youth. And I look at them and what does their life look like? It's up to us to make sure that we don't stay silent on these particular things. So what do you hear from neighbors? Because you've had you've had a series of meetings, community meetings. I believe they're well attended from what I understand. What are you hearing from them and what are they saying? 
Well, I think our, our, the neighbors are supportive of what what is going on. First of all, you know, the first thing that we had to do, we had to spend a great deal of time educating our community about what this whole thing meant and how it could impact their lives. Um, and so that was the first part. And once people understood how it could impact them and their family for generations, uh, then they've been supportive and they've been behind us. Um, we recognize that, you know, we're, we're like I say, we're dealing with a community that is um, challenged. Mm-hmm. I will say challenged because if you give people an opportunity to better their lives, they will take advantage of it. Uh, but, you know, we have, like Jeanette said, there's money, tons of money coming into this community, a- into the city. And you would think that you would focus on those neighborhoods first that need the most help. It's like, you know, you got five, and when you're triaging anything, you deal with the person that is going to die first. You don't deal with the person that has a, a hangnail when you got somebody that needs a tourniquet. We we are we have a tourniquet. I see we, I see that nurse's training coming out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see that nurse training coming out. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, you know, when you think about our life expectancy in New Hallville is 10 years less than the average person in the state of Connecticut. Exactly. Wow. 10 years. Yeah. That means that, you know, they're saying that our life expectancy is 70. The life expectancy of someone that lives generally in the state of Connecticut is 80 years old. Do you know what that does to a family if someone like myself isn't around? That's devastating. That's devastating. Yes, yes. So so in having these conversations with neighbors and community folks, and, and, and it is the New Haven, New Hallville, Hamden folks, because New Hallville extends to to Hamden to the borders yeah. of Hamden right um you know what do you, what do you want them to do when you invite them what do you what do you want them to what do you expect to hear what would you be willing to listen to come thir- come well period we are looking for our elected officials our um community partners i.e. healthcare um, uh, real estate individuals, people that want to do community development, all of those partners have to come together and say to us, and we want to say to them, this is our vision. Mm-hmm. And we have all, you all have all of these talents and skills and we'll support you coming into our neighborhood so you can help us to actualize what we think would be a healthy lifestyle. So if you're a realtor, you, do you realize that New Hallville used to be the premier home ownership spot for Black people? And it, according to this uh, statistic, the home ownership rate in New Hallville now is 26%. Wow. And of it is rental. Right. It's rental. It's not home ownership. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, they're building mega apartments that border part of New Hallville and part of Dixwell. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give a percentage of, of, of low income or what do they call subsidized yeah, uh, living space. Mm-hmm. It's like, seriously? 
right. then the rest of it is going to be what? It's not going to be affordable for us, for the majority of those people that are 70% of the poverty rate. Right. So we have to change this mentality. And that's what we're out to do. Hamden came out strong Very in strong. January. Their entire legislative body, the mayor on down, was like, no, we agree. This should not come to this community. On the New Haven side, it's been some work. And we're still working. Mm-hmm. We're still working. We're not, as, 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 as Jeanette said, we are not going anywhere. And I told somebody before, if I got to lay my body down, on the sidewalk in front of 794 Dixwell Avenue, that's where you will find Katora. Well, you won't be alone because I feel people feel very strongly about not having the app. I mean, I, 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 I agree. I I wrote my letter and Mm -hmm. I've voiced my opinion and uh, I just have not been able to come physically, but I, I have other tools to use and I know Mm -hmm. how to use them. Um, But I, I think, I think this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And a very bad mistake for this community. I think it'll do too many bad things. I think. I think if they put that place there, uh, and and I'm with you, Jeanette. Treatment is necessary. It is. It is necessary. We're not. We're not against treatment, no. but it is. It they are not good stewards, and no, exactly. I think that will. Those folks will attract other folks who peddle drugs to that clientele. Mm-hmm. To that, to those folks, and it would just, it, and then there's children on that street. I mean, it just would be so hard to manage. Uh, and then it would spill into the interior of New Hallville in ways mm-hmm. that you know we already have. Like you said, both of you said we have enough disparities. Now we would add another element to that disparity. I think mm-hmm. crime would go up. I yes. think um, assaults would go. I mean, I think so many things happen when you when you put this. And no one is talking about putting this in. Westville or or East Rock or you never hear things going in those neighborhoods ever. Mm-hmm. And ever. The, you and you can't tell me they don't have um spaces that are not available. They have spaces. Mm-hmm. Everything is not everything is not leased up over there in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So and I and I don't want my friends in East Rock to get all crazy and I don't want my friends in Westville to get all crazy. I'm just I'm making the point. Right. That um, these these our communities like this, the, the most hardest of the hardest cannot endure these kinds. of. I just I just want assaults. your friends in those areas to understand. That's why we are crazy right now. Right, right, right. And, 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 not crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think they are our friends because we we have um, went, went and have conversations with every every district and they understand clearly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to a couple of the management team um, said, no, it should be not in any community. And I yeah. think that is true. So we, we try our best not to say, oh, send it over there or send it over there. No, And, I, and, and I'm not suggesting that either. I'm just saying in when they make these decisions, yeah. Correct. They, they don't consider, yes. you know, other right. communities. Yes. They think, oh, well, this just seems natural to put it in one of the poorest neighborhoods because whatever but I was like no we no that can't that's not a good idea either so but you know what Babs the 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 placement of 794 Dixwell Avenue that they right next right on the sidewalk next to that building it says welcome to New Haven mm-hmm. so I want you to transplant what's mm-hmm. going on in Congress Avenue 
right there on that corner, is that the first thing you want to see right. coming into our neighborhood with these bad, bad stewards? Right. No, we do not. And exactly. And we have what, three schools in that district. That area over there is elderly. I mean, people have been in their homes for a long period of time and, and you know, and they're devastated about wanting that, uh, wanting, you know, it to be in, in the area. And, you know, and shame on um, um, who sold them the building um, because they also, are, that was a school right there. And so they didn't think that through as well. They was thinking more of, of the funds and, than, than what is what would impact our community. And so I think that we have to continue to make sure that we are not, um, that we know that they know that this game has changed. Yes. And this has changed because we do allow things to happen in our community, um, you know, and so that's why I'm urging uh, everyone to come and help Newhallville. You know your expertise. You know what Newhallville can thrive for. You know our vision. You know, um, you know, our passion of what we want, um, you know, for a better life as well as anyone else do for our communities. And so people are hearing us. But then they sit on the sideline and they say, you know, you guys are doing a good job. You know, but no, I need you in the game. If you're on the sideline, you don't understand how the game is being played. And so we want you in the game with us so that we can have a win as well. Mm-hmm. And so we are urging everyone to come out and help us. Um, you know, we are, are meeting on, on tomorrow, Thursday at Lincoln Bassett School. We want people to come with their vision, their ideas. I remember uh, everyone saying that they want to have a restaurant where they can go and sit outside and, um, you know, and, and have, a, have a meal. We don't have that. We want to have um, a grocery store where we can have fresh vegetables and stuff. I have to go outside of the community if I want to eat healthy and so forth. So they have all the things that keep us in, in these healthy disparity um, pieces. And so why can't we have those particular things? When I want to go to, if I have to go and get any kind of medical, I have to go outside of the community for that. Why can't we have something, uh, uh, urgent care or something right here in our community? You can just go do and get basic, basic care. We don't have those things in our community. We should have those things in our community. And that's what this meeting tomorrow is about. Not just about the app. It is pertaining to them, but it's not about that. It's about the future of Newhallville. How does this look? We need to have a platform. We need to make sure that we put a proposal together and say, this is what we're looking for. So if you're coming into this community, this is what we need in our community. Call us, talk to us. We're here, um, but we do not want things that's going to continue to keep our community down. Now, we have to put the elephant in the room too, Baz. We know that communities have to be in a condition like we are in in order to get other fundings. And so sometimes people want our community to be low income you know, disparity, because federal money comes in, other type of money comes in, and people make benefits off of our community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, so, but we don't want that to happen. We need to stop looking at um, how are you going to help our community and not uh, take advantage of our community. That's a good point. Amen. That's a good point. So the meeting is tomorrow night, Thursday, 
from six to eight. It's going to be at Lincoln Bassett School, which sits right in the heart of Newhallville, 130 Bassett Street in the auditorium. Um, and uh, and I, I, I know you've been papering the neighborhood because I, I get the flyers in my mailbox. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so uh, Harry's going to put it up so people can see it. Um, and you're going to report out on where you all are up to this date. And uh, you're going to stop the app and you're going to have a clip of beers presentation and yeah. a report on development corporation and, uh, and then some question and answers. You want to hear from people about next steps. Exactly. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and yeah. I'm, I'm really su- surprised that 26, 26% of this neighborhood is, is a uh, homeowner, homeownership. I, I, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah. because there's a lot of housing in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. but it's not owned. It's not owned by folks mm-hmm. anymore. Is, uh, yeah. Any, anymore. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. I mean, I live in the house that, um, you know, I live on Ivy street now and I live in the house. Um, my, my, my sorrow and girlfriend, Robin Miller Godwin, this was her parents, her grandparents home. They were the first black people on, on this street 50 years ago. Wow, um, and the the house is still in their family. This is still their family home, mm-hmm. um, and it's important that uh, that we hold on to our family homes like this. Mm-hmm. But we see difference? what's happened to the real estate, you know, in other areas of the city where such an entity has housed itself. That it, and you know, and I want to say that there are good neighbors as far as other treatment facilities mm-hmm. throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there are other methadone programs within the city of New Haven. But that, you don't that have about. good our good neighbors and good exactly. stewards of that community. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's the the mere fact that you can we know that generational one aspect and an important aspect of generational wealth is home ownership. Mm-hmm. You send kids to college with equity. You can, you know, uh, uh, you know, maintain your home on the equity, all of these things. And you, if you don't own, own a home, then all of those things become uh, like almost non-existent. Then you're truly, truly a dependent. But if you are owning the home and you don't have any equity because you have an element that says, basically it's, it's the ultimate in redlining. Mm-hmm. It says, don't invest in this community. They have a methadone program. And look at all of the, the ills that, that is around this community. And so it impacts the home ownership. And it impacts what I can do futuristically for my family. And so we're saying these, these things do not need to be in a densely populated residential facility. They need to be in a medical slash preferably a medical slash industrial community like one long wharf, which is where they're trying to leave. But it's like, but you're not good stewards there either. Yeah. We, we talk to the Hill people and they're like, that's not <laughs> happening either. So it's like, well, then I think y'all need to be, build something yourself somewhere where it'll work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we need to, uh, you need to start respecting our community. You know, it's been a, such a disrespect to our community. And so um, we, we're, we're not having it anymore. 
Um, we are we should be respected. Uh, Newhallville should be respected. We are high voter turnout in our community. Um, we respect that. We respect uh, our you know the homeowners um, you know uh, ships that we have had in the past. Uh, and we've done a lot in our community to try to thrive, especially in that area. We're bringing businesses back into that area. And now you're going to, um, you know, take it three and four steps back. So, so you know, if our voice is saying no. Our voice is saying we want you to hear from us that we want the appropriate things for our community. Mm-hmm. I thank you all so much for coming on this morning and, and raising raising this awareness because this is critical and 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 to show people that when you band with your neighbors you can do anything like we're not hopeless we're not helpless you know that we can do anything with with when we when we raise our voices in unison together so what were you going to say couture i'm gonna give you the last word (laughs) i i i'm just looking forward to our um leadership elected officials I, I I tend to say leadership and I put quotes around that because we are leaders in this community, those of us that are not elected officials. But I'm looking for those those people that that are in charge of monies coming into this city to show us, you know, these are our needs. Show us how this money, federal money, my taxpaying dollars coming into this city is going to improve the quality of life of all of the citizens. And like I say, we have a tourniquet on and we need help. Mm-hmm. We need to use those funds in order to make the quality of life in our community equally as pleasant, no matter where you are in New Haven. Okay. So I want you all to come back again, because I know this is going to come up too, uh, Jeanette, about um, possibly the uh, 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 the education folks coming over to the uh to the to the site on Bass on uh on Bassett Street, the other the interior Bassett, um, yeah. to come in and provide um, moving from Long from a what is it Elgaso Boulevard to uh, to this area, which I kind of like that idea, but I want to hear what my neighbors have to say. So I want you to come back and talk about that too, because I know you got your hands on that. I know you are involved. I know you're in communication. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> so, so, so thank you for this morning and um, letting us know what is going on in Newhallville Hamden Strong Committee. Um, there's a meeting tomorrow night, six to eight. No, Thursday, Bab. I mean, Thursday. I'm sorry, Thursday. You know, these days are flying by. I don't know what day I'm in. Tomorrow, because today is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So come tomorrow, Thursday. Um, uh, to Lincoln Bassett School, which sits right in the heart of New Hallville. You can't miss it. Can't miss um, it. Can't miss it. And uh, in the auditorium and, and uh, come and raise your voice and and be about the vision of this this neighborhood. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you, Couture. Nice seeing y'all. I know. Thank you, Babs. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I will see y'all soon. Keep you posted. And yeah. uh, consider yourselves uh, welcome back anytime. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Nora.